Good morning and assalamu alaikum. My name is Muhammad Sarvajisti Sakbi and welcome to new CWTC community podcast in our local issues segment, connecting and supporting our diverse communities. Today we are discussing work around local area forums, which are an ideal way to get together with people from the council, community groups and other agency in your local area to think about activities and how the council delivers services in your area, as well as looking for improvements. To guide us more, we are delighted to have the Honourable Council Sultan Ali, who is the representative of the Central Ward. He has been the Mayor of Rochdale, extensive work in probation, representative on various council committees, and joint links with Rochdale Borough and Saiwal in Pakistan. Welcome, sir. How are you? Thank you. I'm fine. Thank you. How are you feeling this morning? Well, thank you. Lovely. We have new restrictions or guidelines. Yes. Uh, and hopefully, um, with council's perseverance, people will be able to manage and cope. Inshallah. In terms of uh, your uh, past experience, your career, your education, and uh, you know, now a counsellor, tell us about your journey. Well, the journey basically started on the 27th of November, 1966. So when you I keep your dates. When I arrived in the United yeah. Kingdom uh, <laughs> as a 10-and-a-half-year-old uh, boy. Not long, long, long ago, is it? <laughs> no, it feels long. It feels long. And then, obviously, um, uh, went straight into schooling. I've only had four years schooling in total. Right. That included learning the language, alphabet, etc., and getting doing the relevant examinations. Yeah. Uh, I started work in 1977. First of all, in uh, the HM Inspector of Taxes okay. as a tax officer. Oh gosh! Uh, did that for <laughs> 11 years. Hated the job from day one. But the people were lovely, and uh, <laughs> despite what they say about tax people, we're very nice amongst ourselves. Nice, nice people. Uh, really, really enjoyed uh, their company. And uh, they knew that I wasn't happy uh, with the job. Okay. So I, it was actually a tax officer that promote, pushed me the right way to train to be a probation officer. Uh, so okay. uh, I joined the class of uh, uh, in 1988 mm. and finished in 1990 and qualified probation officer. Worked that, did that for... Uh, uh, 24 years and then if you add the 11 on that's 35 years of working life and took voluntarily retirement super and uh, are you enjoying that or uh, uh, very thoroughly thoroughly yeah. has, um, it, has it made you more busy yeah, really thought awfully because uh, more time <laughs> people get to know about it so they yeah. need more more assistance well that's your uh, goodwill your yeah. um, you know trusting people yeah. uh, who feel yeah. you know your need uh, to help them to and guide uh, them through and I joined uh, pl had political aspirations mm. since 1995 okay. became a member of the uh, Labour Party mm -hmm. and in 1996 was selected and elected as a councillor for uh, the uh, Central and Failing Ward, as it was called then. And you held uh, various positions within the council in terms of portfolios? As well. Sure. Uh, then, obviously, you have to be a councillor to be appointed to those positions. Yes. And um, I've, I've been a member of several different uh, committees, mm. uh, housing, health, uh, education, uh, and the list goes on, basically. But then I was, in recent times, 
uh, a member of the cabinet yeah. and the portfolio I had there was community cohesion, yes. policing and housing. Uh, and again, I'd like to think that made great inroads into improving those areas. And the, the, the evidence is there uh, for people to see and maybe I'll get an opportunity later on to explain and show the Certainly. evidence if people uh, haven't seen it. Certainly. And at the same time, you know, these are not uh, one-offs because uh, we do invite guests to come from time to time and to uh, give us about their experiences and engagements with, with the community. So we'll be delighted to have you again. So in terms of moving on to uh, the topic, which is the uh, uh, area forums, uh, you are part of the Central uh, Russian uh, Area Forum. Can you tell us the purpose um, and where does it take place? Yes, sure. Uh, th the purpose of uh, an area forum, e and each ward has one, mm. uh, is to give an opportunity to local residents mm -hmm. uh, to air any issues they may have, mm -hmm. uh, have access to their councillors, yeah. uh, and to a large extent officers as well mm. that provide the services mm -hmm. on the ground. Sure. Uh, and that, that, that is actually the purpose. Yeah. And the purpose uh, was created due to the new uh, township structure. Uh, so the uh, wards that lie within Rotary Township, mm. uh, the uh, area forums are set up to provide uh, uh, information mm. there. The local residents are very much in control mm -hmm. uh, of the area forum. So it's very much a resident-led? Resident-led, okay. yes. Good. And uh, we try, because a central ward is a big rambling ward, <laughs> we uh, try to reach out to all parts. Not yeah. always possible. However, sure. we've uh, been meeting in recent times at the Waterworth Community Centre. Yeah. Um, and uh, we have an officer Mm -hmm. who services the for area forum. So these are the people who manages in a way that right. serves the committee. Yeah, they, they sit in the township office mm. uh, at Riverside, in the council building. And uh, any sort of actions that come out of each uh, meeting mm -hmm. is actually then actioned mm -hmm. by the officer. Okay. And he uh, contacts uh, the relevant service heads, mm -hmm. service officers, and then feeds back to the next meeting. Yeah. And then if there's any sort of work that's been prompted, formal, that gets yeah. carried out. Excellent. So in terms of bringing uh, items to the agenda, uh, what is the process for the local area residents? You, you can, if you haven't had an opportunity mm. to raise it before the meeting mm. uh, of the area forum, you can raise it at the meeting. Right. If the officer, the councillors, and any invited guests mm -hmm. or officers can help, we'll try and solve it there and then. Yeah. If not, then it's put down as an action point to carry out between the two meetings. Excellent. Uh, and do you find these um, meetings quite successful? Is there a good uh, rapport, you know, positive sense yeah. of involvement? Yes. There, there's, uh, uh, I, I found them very, very useful. Good. Number one, it's a platform for the local councillors yeah. to meet the residents mm. and vice versa. Mm. Uh, and also, to, obviously, if somebody's been bothered to get to the meeting, mm. it must be a serious issue for them. Sure. Uh, sure. And we, we take that and respect that. Mm -hmm. uh, as with any uh, live interaction, yes. uh, there can be feelings expressed yes, yes and at times that has happened sure. uh, and we've you know handled it well good and we've gone on and 
satisfied yeah, our and, residents. And one must, on both sides, uh, feel positive and move forward, really. Uh, in terms of, um, uh, you know, the issues that get raised, uh, I think most of the areas have similarities in terms of uh, anti-social behavior, speeding, trafficking, you know, theft, drugs, etc., littering. Uh, what is the main con- concern of the central area? As, as you said, areas are very, very similar. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it's proportions that matter. Yeah. Uh, and in the central ward, antisocial behaviour yeah. is um, uh, at top of the list. More prevalent. Followed very closely by environmental issues, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, such as uh, fly-tipping, litter, uh, and uh, generally dereliction yeah. uh, and condition of highways yeah. uh, and all that we, we feel yeah. it's not perfect but we've de- dealt with most of those issues excellent excellent uh cctv um is the norm nowadays um how effective are they or um are they easily installed um and in terms of management how are they managed yeah um I believe that CCTV are a great uh, asset. Deterrent. They they act as a deterrent. Mm. They do actually provide evidence which can speed up the process of enforcement uh, and a sense of security uh, for the residents and uh, well-being. Uh, Management is an issue uh, because it's so uh, resource-led very expensive. Yeah. CCTV is not cheap. Sure. Not everybody, uh, most of the residents would like uh, a CCTV camera at their door, front in front of their door, on their street, in the locality, etc. But if I was to say, you know, the the cost, etc., is forbidding, yeah. and it is, you know, there is a tight squeeze. Yeah. However, repeat mm-hmm. offences, etc., yeah. yeah. and if this can be justified, yeah. we do try and acquire uh, mobile things, but it can't be a, a permanent location. Permanent. I think one of the ways could be, as a suggestion, and I'm not putting a burden on the residents here, but we have to work together. Um, and I'm not backing up the council fully here, but I'm supporting the council in the sense, in the sense that uh, there ha- there's a duty both in terms of the council and the local people, and you have to work together. Whether it's financial cost or whether it's just a goodwill uh, to ensure there's a safety, you know, and there's well-being of everybody living in the area. So one of the things could be if there is a certain very hyped activities is to share the cost. Uh, you know, like we individually in the houses install cameras. We spend anything between four to a thousand, four hundred pound to a thousand pound, depending on the size of the house and you know and the expensive things in it. Uh, so how about, you know, residents getting together, contribute towards installing a street camera, for example? Uh, installing it is not the greatest issue. Managing it. It's the ongoing management of yeah, it. Yeah. It's, and, you know, it's, what's the point of having CCTV if it's yeah. not managed? Sure thing. Yeah. So uh, that that is the issue, and I'm right. talking. It's not four hundred pounds or a thousand pounds, etc. We're talking hundreds and thousands of pounds. Really, uh, yes. and then obviously the maintenance. And it's a big responsibility. It, it, is, it is a big, big responsibility. However, mm. you know, uh, working together yes. with the community and yeah. the 
community with the local authority is a good suggestion, good yeah. way of doing things. Yeah. And everything that happens, say, in the central ward, it happens, the people not are coming from outside yeah. uh, to create fly tipping. Yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not, uh, uh, it's yeah. actually happening from within the local people. The litter mm. is not brought up in a lorry and dumped on your street. Yeah. It's, hap- it's you have to put take there the actions by yourself. local people. Absolutely. I'm not, you know, not poo-pooing the people no, there. No, but there's very, a very certain behaviour, But we have to accept there? it. Yeah, yeah. Great. Uh, so in terms of um, uh, how we can further improve that, um, we used to have neighbor, Neighbourhood Watch. I don't know whether it's still taking place. Neighbourhood Watch is uh, live and kicking. Yeah, our, our, our friend Gulam Shalad uh, mm-hmm. uh, Rasool is heavily involved in that. Yeah. And if anybody is thinking about uh, setting up a Neighbourhood Watch, okay. uh, we only have to contact him or what your councillors. In fact, it was here yesterday. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, the, it, it, it is a great initiative. Yeah. And it wasn't looked up on. Uh, positively at first because it was like snooping on your neighbour. Yeah. But yeah. as you as you you know so uh, prudently mentioned mm. that if we work together yeah, yeah. in partnership we can eradicate most of the issues. Right. Most of the time when you go to forums, uh, I sense um, you know emotions, people feeling a bit despaired, uh, but yet we don't talk about the improvements, the regeneration in the areas, the new opportunities that's coming. In your ward, uh, since you became a councillor in this ward, can you tell us what improvements or regeneration has taken place for the residents? Well, in anticipation of this question, (laughs) uh, and you're right, we we don't actually, as a society, we don't encourage uh, positive strokes. We don't give positive strokes. And people themselves are coy and they don't want to actually seem to be bragging about what they've achieved. And but so I'm going done to by this, sorry to cut you, this is one of the reasons we have set up the community channel and this podcast as well, simply because people, even like me, who I know you for such a long time, doesn't know the extent of your experiences and skills mm-hmm. because we just see each other on the uh, meetings or presentations and things like that and you know you have a good welcome and then you go. Mm. So opportunities like this is actually helping me to understand, helping our communities to understand and to be able to say yes I can you know, approach Sultan um, for s- such a information or for guidance. So, yeah, so we need to find out more what is happening around our yeah. area by community leaders, councillors. Well, I hope you're ready for this then. Uh, go on. Then. I'm, <laughs> I'm actually going to really brag uh, no, what no. I've achieved because I, I got elected in this ward in 2010. Okay. Okay. And Ten since the coming in and my inaugural speech to the area forum, right. my first area forum in Central mm. was in Haybrook Primary School. Yeah, and I remember standing up and saying, and this may be doing a disservice actually to the Central Ward and uh, Beirut, but I, the phrase I used was, my gosh, at the cost of my former ward, mm. we sent money into this ward. Mm. Now, coming into Central, it looks like Beirut after it was bombed. Really? That was the phrase I used. Wow. And I don't regret it. Because it gave me an impetus to become active and really, really fight for resources to do things here. Excellent. And the list 
of things that I'm going to suggest, say now. Please do, please do. Uh, 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 Aldi, for a start, yes. was, uh, it was finished and completed after I arrived. Excellent. So and it was just a dump, dumping ground, wasn't it? It was. Mm. And then uh, St. Andrew's Church, which is a great uh, venue community, and, uh, community venue. And a faith organisation in there. Yeah. And uh, the leisure centre, I and a former councillor from the same party had numerous meetings and site visits to say, this is the design for this area. This is what you need to do. Be sensitive to the needs of women and children uh, and community facilities. And can so, I thank you... Um, as being a trustee for Link for Life for supporting that because it's made a massive difference yeah. to people's well-being, yeah. let alone having a, just a nice building. It's actually doing the job it's, it's supposed it, to do. It's, it's fabulous. And we were great, intensely involved in that. Yeah. Then the housing, mm-hmm. that's right in front of it. Yes. That was a, a, an eyesore yeah. for such a long time. And or despite who the developer is and how much the rent is and all the yeah. rest of it, Every house has been taken up. It has. I think it gets taken up before it gets built. Yeah. So I'm going to <laughs> carry on. And then you've got a new, new house has been built up on just above uh, Belfry Road as well. That's right. So, so I'm going to move down the road, sure. Entwistle sure. Road, mm-hmm. and then sure. you come to the next uh, next uh, development yeah. is the new houses. Yes. Again, the same developer. Yeah. Uh, and again... I've no doubt they were just completing them now. Mm. They will be taken up. Yeah. Um, the only regret I have is that developer, for some reason, uh, probably have done their research and say, thinking that the size of the family is reducing. They're not building big houses. Oh, right. uh, so uh, there are two mm. and three bedrooms. Yeah. We would ideally like four, four and bedroom. five yes. in this area or a, a smaller number yes. of larger houses. And those are in the pipeline. Yeah. Uh, and I use my influence, if you like, sure. when I was a member of the housing committee and I did in my portfolio to try and get these eyesores, as I call them, building well, sites. your experiences in those committees has been valuable? Uh, yes. And me- meetings had all mm. over Greater Manchester to attract resources and find developers. As you know, uh, councils haven't been allowed to build for about 25 to 30 years. Right. And so we got that development. Then the uh, community fire station, yes, heavily involved in yes. that, yes. and then another housing development at the at the back and alongside it. That's the, the uh, 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 sort of dark bluey uh, brickworks are concerned. Right, and we had involvement in that. Mm-hmm. We, me in particular, because we had a development. Mm-hmm under the old, uh, former uh, administration mm-hmm. and councillors were predominantly from another political colour mm-hmm. uh, on Buckingham Street and Trafalgar Street, mm. those new tower block type, mm. those are actually unfit for living in mm. and they are always leaking and we learnt a lesson from that sure. and we advised the developer, mm. which we are, uh, I'm not going to name it obviously, sure. Sure. Uh, and we guided them mm. to use more brick rather than Wood, wood, wood battens yeah, and plasterboards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Good. that all those houses, uh, which mm. is expanding, those are, are been occupied, and then there's another development on uh, Cook Street uh, and Dale Mill site yeah. that that is uh, being built on now. So, uh, so coming back the other side now yeah, yeah. of the ward, 
uh, uh, low failing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's new development there, right? Uh, new houses, etc. Those are go- going swimming along. We've still got one or two. Uh, there is obvious a lot of regeneration, and we've seen it uh, yeah. because. And I just wanted to say no, no, a, a little along Low Failing, yeah. Spotland Road. Yeah. That uh, I was contacted uh, by the owners of Lidl, etc., in their planning uh, process to see uh, what did we think of uh, the, the development, etc., yeah. uh, and were there any sort of pointers that we wanted yeah. to include it. So we suggested about parking, traffic management, yeah. uh, and obviously it brought uh, greatly needed uh, jobs to the area. Uh, and, you know, Lidl and Aldi are doing well. There is a certain uplift of the area, you can see that. And suddenly a lot of businesses as well along um, many, Halifax many businesses. And now you've got uh, CWTC right on your doorstep. What do you think of that then? Sorry? CWTC right on your doorstep. Well, I'm, I'm a guest, <laughs> aren't I? Yeah, how can I... Uh, 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 and, and, you know, I hear, I read your leaflets, etc. And you're doing uh, much-needed service, Thank which you. is being... Uh, delivered to local people. Thank you. And uh, your colleagues, your local councils have also attended this, the oh. council of Iftakar and the council, council of Ali Ahmed, mm-hmm. uh, you know, very supportive again. So thank you very much for that. Now, we've talked about a lot of housing, regeneration, businesses, etc., which is great. Uh, it's needed. It provides uh, services to the uh, diverse community. What about looking at uh, resources and... Um, uh, you know, opportunities for young people and older people in terms of health and well-being. Yeah. Obviously, mental health and well-being are actually uh, high on the agenda uh, of, uh, you know, the, uh, the politicians yeah. uh, and the community uh, and community-led projects. Yeah. Uh, now, if I was to tell you now that you have to think in a joint-up way mm. and uh, uh, in a way where you can have uh, benefits. Mm. Uh, all this development I've mentioned, yeah. I didn't support it just for the sake of uh, getting rid of the eye, uh, eye sores. No, there were, there were benefits attached good to Good, healthy lifestyle. So every bedroom yeah. that is created in an area right. attracts a certain amount of money. Okay. And that is called Section 106 money. Okay. Now, in the central air, uh, ward, yeah. we're going to see the benefits of all these houses that have been built up. Right. And that is going to help and support and provide services mm-hmm. for young people. Yeah. So we're having some, uh, something like £147,000 being spent mm. on play equipment, right. uh, on a cre- uh, uh, recreation stuff. So with all these uh, houses being built uh, and other facilities, mm. etc., mm. where there is development, it's a government requirement yeah. that uh, for the benefit of the local authority and yeah. in the areas where developments taking place mm. uh, as you can imagine if you're building something like 350 uh, homes mm. 
that's going to be occupied by, by families, yes. uh, children and yeah. number of household members. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to re- require mm-hmm. facilities in the area. Mm-hmm. So each bedroom that's been created attracts a, an amount of money yes. uh, in the form of Section 106 money. And we're lucky that, we, number one, not only have we got much needed uh, homes mm. and houses in the area, we've got benefit in kind as well in that the developer is obliged to contribute money uh, to the local area. Do we have uh, care homes, uh, which are uh, most of them are uh, culturally sensitive and religiously sensitive as well? But are there any care homes which are um, led by, uh, say, for example, a Muslim uh, service provider to be able to care that uh, cultural and religious need? Mm. Uh, I'm not aware, and not in Central Ward anyway. And why? Uh, why do you think the uh, our business uh, people not taking up the idea? I think the business people are taking up, okay. but whether they take them up solely for cultural and religious yeah. uh, aspects, yeah. um, not, I don't think that is happening. Okay. They're based, business people are business people. Yeah. They're in the business of making money. Yeah. And they are going to not restrict themselves sure. with their client group, sure. just care for an element mm. of the community. Because yeah. obviously it's a big investment for them. Yeah. And they want looking for a return. I think what what you raise is a more fundamental question: is that the local authority, with partners, yeah. includes a community, business community, social community, yeah. local residents, that together we should be looking at this because you know there is a myth that has been around a long time that they look after their own. Oh, yeah, I mentioned and that. You only have to go to Kubsurat House to find out how many elderly people actually live there. Actually, and They've got families. And there's a lot more. Uh, because yeah. uh, Much needed. And you yeah. raise a very, very pertinent question. Thank you. It has been on my agenda. Yeah. And uh, wherever uh, I find yeah. an opportunity, I raise yeah. that. Yeah. And maybe with your input from these programs sure. and awareness sessions, that would support us. Sure. And the community. Sure. So sure. you know, this is one again. It's about the feedback of the community and how we can link in the services. Mm. You know, a council is like a service yeah. to the community, and we need to support each other. Uh, just to move on, because we've got different challenges now and uncertainties in terms of COVID nineteen. What support is available for the BAM communities? How are we connecting mm. in terms of a council? And uh, and what's your finding has been like? Yeah, what are people saying? It uh, well, to be honest, uh, number one, I want to personally put on record yeah. a thank you for the community, wherever we've been yes. uh, to sort of look at issues around mm. uh, COVID nineteen uh, testing is another one, etc. Uh, people have largely been compliant. Good. You you walk around the area, you yeah. see people wearing masks. There are those who are not, yes. uh, I would rather that people, if they've... Uh, Take the uh, responsibility. If they're responsive and they if they think that they've got any symptoms, etc., mm. they seek appropriate yeah. uh, remedies. Uh, so for as far as assistance is concerned, it's being uh, raised. I was only on a, 
a, a video conference, a Zoom meeting, where we talked about this uh, as far as the BAME community is concerned. And there are there is help available in other languages, etc. More leaflets being done. More people are going to be on footprint controls yeah, yeah. to help. Um, and there's organisations like us and many others in the area yeah. uh, who are uh, BM. BAME led yeah. uh, and people can talk and find yeah. out about the information and just to uh, reiterate uh, behind Dunham Dunham yeah. um, we've seen over the past couple of days yeah. there have been um, uh, staff volunteers doing the uh, testing mm-hmm. uh, COVID testing yeah. and uh, and it's a free service and uh, you know again um, there are diverse people who are supporting it, so the language need is being met. Mm-hmm. So people need to take the initiative to get mm-hmm. there and uh, get, get themselves tested. Yeah, and 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 the field, whilst uh, the issue of resources, i.e., money, is always there, this money, the local authority is not being funded for yeah. any 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 work as far as COVID nineteen is concerned, and it is government money, and the government need to download a lot more. Uh, if we're going to reach every corner of our community. Well, uh, I, in fairness to the government, they have ploughed in lots of money to the community sector, mm. voluntary sector. This project mm. is based on that project mm. to highlight uh, the issues uh, of the virus um, and the access to people um, and to have a bilingual mm. uh, um, sport available. Mm-hmm. So it's about using the those initiatives, those opportunities to really help each other out. Yeah. Well, like we, we started the conversation off uh, in the partnership approach. Yes. So if uh, uh, communities are actually able to bid for uh, monies that the council sometimes can't. Yes. And so we need to uh, link up and say, okay, we can help here, but you can help here. Yeah. Let's yes. work together yes. and get it done. Yeah. So as long as the work gets done, I'm not too precious, and I don't actually like to wear the badge, aren't I a goody-goody type of thing. I just want to get the work done. Yes. No, uh, a partnership is very important, and realising each other's potentials is also very important, and profile the work of the good work that's been done. Um, we've actually run a, a community survey questionnaire, and I think you had an opportunity earlier on to have a look at those findings. And these are the, uh, we've got about 25 responses that uh, just within the last three weeks mm-hmm. uh, from the BAME res- uh, residents here, people who are living or diagnosed with dementia. And much of the concern has been um, that there has been a lack of uh, people phoning in from the services to say, how are you? People are feeling stressed, isolated, uh, financial problems. Children are not able to meet up with the parents because of the risks involved. Uh, they have difficulty in shopping. Um, you know, the only people who are, tend to cope is those who have, uh, you know, their own family uh, resources and siblings to look after. And they're normally well off, uh, apparently, mm-hmm. who, who can do that. Um, so th- th- there is a uh, loss of despair, uh, particularly people who can't speak English and uh, they're left helpless. I've had people crying over the phone. And uh, saying thank you, uh, server, for contacting us. And uh, we, we, we just, it feels like, and this is their words, it feels like we're left here to die. Mm. So how can we resolve some of this? 
uh, approach. I, I, I certainly think that uh, ever since I've been able to string a sentence together in English, mm. that I've been very much uh, a community activist, etc. Yeah, yeah. uh, and if more of us actually did that, and the services, the powers to be, local authority included. I'm not sure, sure. Authority, you know, because there's a role for all of us. All of us. Uh, and it, it is sad that uh, people are uh, made for people. Mm. And if we're not doing that as a service, then, you know, if we're going to leave it uh, to somebody else all the time, yeah. it's not going to happen. We have to be uh, helping each other. Do you groups. do you find that sometimes the literature Urdu literature that you get um, does it make sense? Can you read it properly, or is it just a Google translation done by services? Mm. I I think that people who receive funding mm. for providing that service, yeah. they should actually liven up their the uh, conscience. Yes, and provide a proper service. Super, because I I have found this out. Um, uh, Sultan Bai, is that recently I've been receiving translations. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's an opportunity, but then people jump on board as well for sake of jumping on board. Mm. And translation has been very poor. The will by the mainstream services is most of the time is there. They need help, okay? So if I receive a funding and I'm known to have a knowledge of my own language and culture, and I present a bad translation or, or a service, then it is not them who's responsible, it's me. So I've actually had a national organization sending me stuff and say, Mohammed, could you please distribute this? When I looked at that, and I had another counselor who witnessed it, uh, just to test him out and say, can you tell me, does this make sense? He said, no, because words are not joined up properly. There's no translation you can't have you can't have direct translation but it has to make sense and it was very poor so i asked them to please take it off the website and uh, i tried to help out where things were not right and say go back to the translation company and say uh, get it right well so i think we're venturing into a very complex and complicated area and jumping on the bandwagon a lovely turn of phrase uh, and unfortunately how what can i say we it's, need to it's take actually robbing yeah. your own household yeah. you know you you're doing a disservice to the community yeah. you yeah. you know it's a fraud in my opinion and we we attract funding uh, for areas to help the community yes. and the, it's the community that loses out in the end yeah. you know the fundraiser yeah. and there are so many professional fundraisers I've made a lot of money out And of at it. the same time, you've got to see, when you do a print, an audio or a video, you leave a legacy, mm. you leave a footprint, and it stays there. And if people are following that, and they're not guided properly, you cause further confusion. I think the uh, resource provided, fundraisers, probably need to wise up. Yeah, yeah. And uh, see through yeah, the... Yeah. Uh, Fonseca. And I think at the same time, um, uh, with that in mind, also, uh, I think every town should have a vetted uh, translation or media production company who are producing literature, audio or video, to ensure this quality and standards are there. 
so th- th- there has to be joint up approach. Mm-hmm. There's a lot in what you say. There is a lot in yeah, what you yeah, say. No? Okay. And uh, in terms of uh, your now uh, work uh, within the ward, particularly, any new developments that's coming up? There, there's, uh, we, we still need uh, uh, some uh, areas to be developed, which are very, sure. very, I'm very keen to push, and I am pushing. Uh, and I, I genuinely believe that uh, we've gone a long way. I don't know if you've noticed, if people have come your way, there is a drastic global, national and local shortage of housing. Yeah. When I had the portfolio for uh, housing, in Rochdale alone, we had four and a half thousand empty properties oh. just lying there, boarded up. Uh, the landlord wasn't getting any rent. Mm. Uh, the people who needed houses weren't getting accommodation. The council wasn't getting any council tax. Uh, so there was lose, lose uh, all round. Yeah. And majority, majority, and it's down to single figures now or mm. double figures. Right. Uh, those houses have been put into use. Take the care. landlord is getting rent. People need, are needing housing or getting housing and the council getting council tax. So it's a win-win situation. Win-win situation. And I'm pushing home more for more housing, uh, creating local jobs, promoting small businesses. I think, you know, people, um, uh, particularly now, yeah. to be honest, the, the area yeah. with the COVID, et cetera, large employers uh, are shutting down, reducing yeah. their staff numbers, yeah. and people are trying to see what they can do and we're sort of supporting small businesses, yeah. encouraging entrepreneurs, and all that sort of thing. There's a, there's a, there is an awful lot that can be done, and is being done. Is being but done. then again, partnership. Absolutely, and and uh, you know, having a roof over your head is uh, is primarily the basic first thing. basic need, it's isn't it? Basic need, and uh, then after is uh, your healthy lifestyles, the environment that you create, and uh, you know then. There are other care issues. Uh, I think there's an opportunity for uh, community organisations to work more effectively with the councillors, to have a much more uh, of an exchange and listening ear, uh, because there are people out there with this increasing uh, depression and stress problems to be able to resolve things for them while we work on bigger inf- infrastructure. And I think... Uh, you know, with your support and your, your um, fellow ward councillors, I hope we can provide this opportunity in the area to get people together. Uh, now, because we have the uh, social media and the COVID restrictions, you know, to use these f- platforms to invite other community centres uh, and any relevant, you know, people to come here and use this platform, platform free uh, with your support. And I hope you can connect us further as well in the area. Inshallah. And any last message that you want to say? Uh, no, uh, <laughs> all I want to say is there's a lot of doom and gloom around yeah. uh, and uncertainty. Yeah. But be safe and be happy and look on the bright side of things. We've uh, tackled many, many, uh, yeah. you know, universal and local uh, the negative periods. We've come along. We'll, we'll, we'll pass this as well, yeah. inshallah. And... Yeah. Uh, all I want to do is to ask people to remain positive yes. and, again, work with your neighbours, your family members, your organisation, your counsellors and community projects. Yes. And uh, together we will survive. 
Thank you very much, Councillor Sultan Ali. It's a pleasure to have you thank and I uh, hope to see you again very soon. And thank you very much for listening. Keep safe, look after each other. Importantly, follow the guidelines. Thank you.